Welcome to Prepare to Care, the AARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Charlene Hunter-James, your host for this podcast. It's February 2020, and that means new beginnings for all of us. This new year also means new scams targeting you or the person you care for daily. The latest thing making the rounds on social media is advising us to write out the complete year as a way to avoid fraud. Seems we can be scammed just about writing out 20 instead of 2020 on legal documents. Houston Police Chief Arcevedo is joining us to talk about scams targeting us today and he'll offer up tips that could help us keep us from becoming crime victims. Coming up, prepare to care. We are being advised that when writing out legal documents to put 2020 instead of the usual on checks, we will say 22020. But now we're being advised because of scams <laughs> to write out the full 2020. So can you tell us a little about that scam? Well, I think the most, the, the more that you, anytime that you write a check, you want to write <laughs> out whether it's 2020 or the actual amount instead of uh, using any type of uh, shortcuts because ultimately when you do that, it's more accurate uh, as in terms of a uh, legal do- uh, document. And most importantly, uh, people can't... Uh, can't then turn around and add uh, new uh, numbers to it or try to change or alter whatever you wrote on your, on your check. So that's really important. And unfortunately, that's the world we live in today. All right, good advice. What are some of the scams your department is seeing in the area right now? There are so many scams and, you know, sadly us baby boomers, which a lot of us that are members of the AARP and are <laughs> eligible for membership with the AARP at 50 and above, uh, are targets uh, for these scammers. You have, uh, if you're driving, you got to worry about the uh, what we call it the the wobbly wheel scam, where they'll roll down the window, get bad news. Hey, your wheel's about to fall off. Get you to pull over, and next thing you know, you end up getting robbed. Uh, that's really important uh, that, that to really be aware of when you're out there on the street. And you've got obviously uh, in a place like uh, Houston that we have so many instances where we have Mother Nature coming after us, and we have natural disasters like this explosion that we had here a, a few weeks ago <clears throat> at a chemical plant where hundreds of homes were impacted you know scammers swindlers show up they come from all over the place and they'll they're, they're tell you that they're there to, to help you rebuild they're held there to help you uh you know fix your home and they're not legitimate you know they'll take money from you and next thing you know uh, you get no services in return. That is something that is huge. One of the things you got to be really worried about, uh, especially uh, seniors, is when you get these phone calls saying that you know your 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 grandchild, your niece, your nephew, your son, your daughter is in jail. They are so good at uh, data mining nowadays. They use artificial intelligence. They use social media. They can find out about us and who we know, who our family members are. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. put it all out there. Mm -hmm. And so they can call and really make it sound like it's really your loved one and send money here, and guess what? 
Next thing you know, that money is absolutely gone. And so never provide anybody any information unless you know absolutely who you're dealing with. If somebody calls you and says that someone, that pretending to be someone you know or someone that you love or know or is a family member is in jail or in the hospital, call the institution based on numbers that you're getting off the web uh, or, or call the police department directly. Do not deal with a stranger calling you on the phone. That's very good advice, which is a lead-in to so many persons who are staying at home, the caregivers and the care recipients. And many of the care recipients who are lonely, they just welcome that call. And so what ends up is that they'll talk to anyone yes. who will call them, and oftentimes that leads to being victims of financial scams and Absolutely. exploitations and things of that nature. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the financial crimes division that you have we, and some of the things that they Absolutely. We're really do. proud of the fact, I've only been here for a little over three years, we did not have a cyber crimes or financial crimes division. And quite frankly, uh, we are being victimized from people from all over the world thanks to the internet and thanks to the advent of the internet. And so there's so much cyber crime going on and so much financial crime going on via uh, you know the the internet, uh, you know the cyber highway, that we and it's, we actually stood one up. Uh, and what happens is uh, several things. One, uh, what they'll do is they'll send you an email uh, with a link. Sometimes they'll, they'll do it even on Facebook. But they'll send you an instant message with a link. Uh, it looks like it's coming from somebody you know. And when you click on it, guess what happens? A worm comes out, a virus comes out, and next thing you know, it's mining for your passwords and your bank accounts and everything else. So one of the things that's really important is when you get something in uh, email or on uh, instant message or even on your phone with text messages that has any type of link, unless you know who it's coming from, simply uh, delete it or make a phone call to the person pretending that it appears to be from to make sure they sent you something. Uh, I can tell you right now, you're better off deleting something that was legit than to actually uh, uh, clicking on something and opening something that ends up uh, exposing you to uh, those type of cyber crimes or financial crimes. And lastly, you know, my mama told me there's no such thing as a free lunch, and if it sounds too good to be true, it is. When somebody tells you, hey, we have found this uh, pot of gold for you with your name on it, and if you just send us three, a check for $150, we'll be able to give you the information on this, uh, you know, $50,000 that, uh, that uh, we found that you're eligible to get. Those are all scams, so please be aware of it, and just remember that the older we get, uh, we the bigger the target uh, becomes, and it breaks my heart to see some of these uh, some of our uh, more seasoned, I don't want to call anybody old, or more seasoned uh, members of society being victimized by these unscrupulous, heartless uh, cowards uh, because anybody that would victimize uh, a, a senior member of our community instead of honoring them, respecting them, and lifting them up is uh, the lowest of low lives in my, in my estimation. That is so true. Tell us a little bit about, um, uh, or tips, give us tips for caregivers who uh, have the responsibility of caring for their loved one and protecting them from becoming victims. What are some of the tips that you can offer to them 
particularly when it requires that they go out and um, seek additional help in the home. I, I, I think that uh, kind of like in a neighborhood with Neighborhood Watch and, uh, uh, and now with our virtual watch on next door type uh, uh, communities that we now have where you can join next door. I always say that a, 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 a nosy neighbor is, is kind of like having a watchdog. I like a nosy neighbor. Uh, you can't leave a package in my home without my neighbor Bill coming out and if he knows I'm not home he will actually go grab my package mm -hmm. and put it away it takes a community it takes a village to raise a child and to keep a community safe if you are the caretaker if you have a loved one that is in that stage of their life where they rely on others you need to be nosy you need to ask questions you need to ask about their daily activities it's kind of like when you were a young parent and your child comes home from school you always ask them tell me about your day today what did you do what were the things that you learned what were the highlights of the day who did you meet the more information that we get from the folks that we love our our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents because nowadays people are living much longer I hope to be one of those <laughs> individuals um, the more that we talk with them to hear what's going on not only what's going on in their lives especially what's new in their lives who's new in their lives and also making sure that the people that you are relying on as a family member to take care of your loved ones, you need to know who they are and make sure that they know you know who they are and that you're involved and that your loved one is not alone in this world because uh, that's called hardening the target when they know that they may be discovered because there's a caring uh, family uh, and friends around that uh, person that is in, in the care of others. Let's change the topic just a little bit. We're here in the month of February, and you know February is known for Valentine's Day mm. and all the things associated with love. Yes, ma'am. And so what we see now uh, happening in many instances is our seniors um, going to the dating websites. Mm. And, Those um, whippersnapper seniors, we got to keep an eye on them. Well, <laughs> we want them to enjoy life, yes, we you do. know, but we also want to make sure there are safeguards yes. to protect them. So tell us a little bit, maybe anything that you, the department has seen regarding um, some exploitation of seniors well, on these uh, dating sites. The problem with these sites and the problem with the web and the problem with going to these sites is that people can pretend to be anything they want to be on these sites. It's no different than a young 13-year-old girl thinking they're talking to another teenage mm -hmm. boy. Uh, a senior may be thinking they're talking to a senior. What they're actually uh, talking to is a, a crook that wants to uh, befriend them uh, on these sites, pretend to be something they're not, and next thing you know, they start talking them into giving away personal information, giving away identifying data, giving away information on their living arrangements, and quite frankly, uh, you know, there's a lot of wolves in the world. And so I think you're better off going to uh, events at your church, at a at your community center, at uh, a senior center, uh, where you meet people that come with references, people that are in the flesh, because it's a lot harder to pretend uh, when you're in person than it is to pretend when you're anonymous on the web. And most importantly, 
it's a lot harder for people to that want to hurt somebody or uh, take advantage of someone to do so when they know that there are a lot of witnesses to who they are, what they're driving, uh, and so on and so forth. And quite frankly, it's kind of like when you know you 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 had your your daughter going on a first date or the, the prom. Where did you make that young man uh, come and pick up your daughter? At yep. the house, in the home, and so we would uh, we would really recommend that you try to stay away from those uh, uh, services because there is a lot of predators uh, that actually are preying on our elderly, uh, not elderly, but seniors uh, inside in the cyberspace. It's probably not the best thing. There's a lot of really good opportunities for social activities and to even develop relationships in uh, places of worship. And senior citizen uh, community uh, community uh, centers, and uh, there's a lot of organized activities out there. If you just check the web, that's true. At the city or anywhere else, <laughs> that's true. Vigilance is key when it comes to staying safe from being scammed. What other tips should people of a certain age be aware of? You know, if, uh, I think again. Uh, if you're not sure, uh, share what somebody's telling you or sent you or asking of you. Talk about it with someone you trust in your in your family. Uh, if you're not sure, you're free to call the, the Houston Police Department uh, non-emergency line when you can talk to our uh, our police officers. They'd be more than happy to talk with you and and to uh, or come by one of our stations and our non-emergency number is 713-884-3131 uh, but never forget that uh, if, if, if just be leery be wary and assume that somebody that you don't know or that pops up uh, that's not a known uh, person uh, email or uh, phone number that there's a good chance it's somebody that's targeting you based on the fact that they know that you're a senior uh, and that you may be vulnerable to uh, these scam artists that are out there. Right. You've given us the telephone number. Would you repeat that again? I would be happy to. And our non-emergency number at the Houston Police Department is 713-884-3131. That's 713-884-3131. Uh, in addition to that number, are there community outreach educational programs that uh, residents could avail themselves to put yeah. on by the department? The other office you can call if you want to see if there's any educational programs or programs that may be of interest to you uh, with the Houston Police Department, from the Houston Police Department, is our community outreach and uh, division, which is 713 Zero zero. That's seven one three three zero eight three two zero zero, and that's our community uh, affairs, community outreach division. Or you can follow us at Houston Police uh, face uh, Facebook page. Uh, it's a great place to find out what we're what we're up to, or on Twitter, because I know we've got a lot of tech savvy seniors out there, a lot of tech savvy people in the community, and that is Houston Police, all one word at Houston Police, all one word, and that is our Twitter handle. You just heard from Houston Police Chief Art Arcevedo, who gave us warnings about the latest scams and crimes in our area. He also offered us tips to keep us safe. 
Thank you, Chief, for joining us today and providing such valuable information. As always, if you thought this podcast was helpful or if you have friends or family who are new to caregiving, invite them to follow the Prepare to Care podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.aarp.org slash HoustonPTC. Take our Prepare to Care podcast survey to help us improve future episodes or find other caregiving planning and local resources to help you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for caring. Thank you. Thank you all.